all my badass agile friends how are you thank you for tuning in whenever you're listening wherever you're listening i appreciate you today's topic i want to talk about positivity for a minute positivity is one of those words that we associate with being uber happy and sprightly and sparky and i think it's gotten a bad rep i think it's gotten associated with artificial sweetness that positivity is some kind of aura that you have to switch on so that you're sugary sweet acceptable and digestible by everybody but i see it differently first of all it's the antithesis to negativity you can't be positive and negative at exactly the same time so the big benefit of positivity is that it doesn't allow any space for negativity to creep in now if we assume that both are equally infectious and i might argue that negativity is actually easier to latch onto, that it's actually more attractive than positivity because the old saying that misery loves company comes from somewhere doesn't it Seeing negativity in other people gives you permission to allow your fear, your excuses, your acceptance of defeat to gain purchase. So at least if you're scared, if you're terrified, if you're uncomfortable, you know you're not alone. But what happens when we let that negativity amplify in a team room? Nothing good, nothing good. So positivity then is logically and understandably a better choice. But how do you apply it? See, because walking into a room where everyone is feeling afraid, feeling uncomfortable or unhappy and simply being chirpy is not the answer. Positivity starts internally. So let's fast forward to the end game. If you yourself as a human being are naturally positive, not just upbeat, but I define positivity as having a certain can-do attitude. Meaning it doesn't matter what this problem is, I'll sort it out. It doesn't matter how unpleasant or uncomfortable this task is, or how new I am at it, I know I'll be okay. It doesn't matter if I fail, because failure is how I grow, how I learn, and I welcome failure the way I welcome a new customer. It's like, next, who's in line? Come see me. When you approach life that way, things are just better. Number one, you radiate positivity, certainty, and confidence always. People frequently ask me, How do you stay so positive, so certain, so confident and upbeat? And the answer is my positive mental attitude. The way I approach challenge, failure, disappointment, difficulty, discomfort. And upon hearing that, a lot of people say, well, okay, that's not me. I'm not up for that. But that's the secret sauce. If you want to know where confidence comes from, part of it is through positive repetition, experiencing positive outcomes, but part of it's also in the mind. It's how you approach those things until you're certain. Some people hate the phrase, fake it till you make it. But I'll tell you what, I love it. Here's why. It's not about being an imposter. It's not about faking that you own a property that you don't actually have. It's not about BSing your counterparts and your colleagues. It's about having the positive mental mindset that even if I can't do this today, soon I will be on my way toward mastery because I focus my efforts, I chose my outcomes, and I gave it everything I had. That's what faking it until you make it means to me. And that's just another form of positivity. Imagine what that would feel like in a room to have that in a teammate, in a leader. So how do you get that mindset? How do you achieve that? It starts with the way that you talk to yourself. Here's the real problem. I think that we're so often on autopilot that when bad things happen, we let our reactions flow naturally. That's what our body's designed to do. Look at it this way. When you learn to drive a car, everything was a surprise. Everything was a high alert emergency. 
using the brakes was new. Accelerating was new. Steering was new. Using your turn signals was not a habit yet. Checking your mirrors, not a habit. Driving too close, how would I know? Never done this before. So your mind was always going, 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 trying to remember everything you knew you were supposed to do, trying to keep yourself from getting killed or hurting others, and trying to remember everything your driving instructor taught you. But is it like that now? At this point, you rehearsed it so well that it's muscle memory. You don't even think about it. The right things happen automatically. There is a minimum effective amount of attention and awareness that you have to apply and once you've applied that, you're driving safely and well. Now, if you fall below that threshold, you lose your attention, you lose your awareness, then we may encounter a problem. But there's this bare minimum that you must do that the body has rehearsed, the brain has rehearsed, and you can do them in a way that feels like you're, quote unquote, not thinking about it. Well, remember, that's the way that you practice reacting to the real world. In the beginning, things happen, you spend a lot of time thinking about their meaning, but over time, as you become an adult, you don't apply that intellectual rigor or emotional attention, critical thinking. You just don't do it. Someone comes along and says, you're not a very good leader, and you spend days tail spinning, and you may not even understand why. And that's if the cues are flagrant. What if they're subtle? What if they're just little things? Like you go into a meeting with a boss and today the boss doesn't really make eye contact with you the way they normally do. What meaning do you assign to that? That's rehearsed too. That's on autopilot too. So the first step is get it off of autopilot. Inject your conscious mind into everything that you do. When situations arise saying, what does this really mean? What are the stories I'm telling myself about the meaning of this event, this circumstance? What assumptions am I making? What else might be true? How could I look at this differently so that I can feel differently? I mean, let's face it, the future is unknown. There's no way to predict it. And most things in life are outside of our control, particularly what other people do or think. If that's true, any time that you spend worrying about what might happen, could just as easily be flipped into being excited about what could happen. It takes the same amount of energy to be negative as it does to be positive, but negativity has the insidious impact of actually affecting your mental and your physical health over time. So it's a choice. It is a choice to look at everything and say, what else could this mean? Where's the silver lining? What's the upside? Got fired today? Great. Wanted a new job anyway didn't get the raise you wanted, great. I am about to learn what it takes to fight for the income that I want. And once I've mastered that skill, I will be better than 95% of the population at getting the raise that I deserve. Or this is a chance for me to learn more from my leaders, from my organization, from my peers, from the world. So that in the future, it's a slam dunk. I don't even have to ask for it. All of these things are positive when you look at them the right way. Some people might say, well, that's just fooling yourself. Well, is it? Let me ask you this. How many times did you spend a lot of time worrying about and feeling bad about something that never happened? Isn't that fooling yourself too? If so, you might realize that positivity is a choice. If you're willing to do two things, notice your default reaction. And before you go too far into that reaction, make a conscious choice about how you're going to react to it. Flip it. Turn it upside down. 
become a positive person that everyone looks at and says, wow, you're always so positive. You're always so cheerful, so happy. How do you do it? Because you know what else they say about people like that? You're so courageous. You're so certain. You're so confident. You're so you. You're so in who you are. How do you do that? And when you start hearing that, you realize you're on the path to being an awesome coach, a great teammate, a developing leader. Just some thoughts for today, guys. I hope this helps you. I hope you enjoyed this. Let me know. You can reach out at badassagile.com. Find me on Twitter at badass underscore agile and on Instagram at badassagile. I look forward to seeing you next time. And until then, stay badass. Badass.